preceding head coach Kalani Sitake to the press conference podium, our tight end Matt Bushman and quarterback Baylor Romney. Cougars 28, Boise State 25. Yeah, so it was a little uh, – he had some good acting skills. The running back had some good acting skills. They faked, they faked a little fumble um, on the exchange. Uh, and, yeah, I just, I just faked a little block and just sprung out. And we knew it was going to work. Just we were just we needed that right situation and pretty bold situation to uh, to do it. And we're, we're glad it paid off. Baylor, is that something you've been practicing at all? That fake fumble? Uh, just this week, <laughs> a couple days of practice. Baylor, the third quarter, you guys had 196 yards, 21 points on 11 plays. What what really was the difference for the offense that you were to to break out so effectively on? on that many plays? I mean, our game plan coming into this game was to be aggressive, and we tried in the first half and it didn't really work. In the third quarter, you know, when we had them where we wanted them, that's when it paid off being aggressive. What's it like getting ready for this start, watching, I mean, you guys are out there warming up in the downpour, the yeah. wind's blowing, what that's going to do to the passing. I mean, what's that like getting ready for your first start <laughs> like that? I mean, <laughs> you just got to take what it is. Uh, we can't control um, the weather, obviously, and just try to control what you can control going into this game. Matt, what was the process there at the end? Were players lobbying Kalani to go for it on fourth down there, or Pond, or what, what was kind of the process? Um, all right, uh, which fourth down, at the very end of the game? Um, I, we knew we were going to go for it. I mean, we couldn't. We really wanted to go for it as an offense. Um, our little, Our little special teams package where they had that QB snake like we we really wanted that we really we didn't want to punt just to give let the opportunity <coughs> fall into their hands um, so we were just as confident we as we could be uh, we believed and uh, yeah I mean it was a pretty like I said we, we made some pretty bold moves this game and uh, they paid off so we're just really grateful that it uh, played in our favor What's that, what's that like watching 22 guys or, you know, being part of 22 guys slamming in? I don't remember who was in, but just 22 guys in a big jumble like that trying to get six inches. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I think even for your QB sneak, like, it's, it seems so easy and that you could do it, but we got some big dudes coming and trying to trying to take you down. So uh, we're just we're glad that, that paid off. And uh, just the belief that that little – that our team had and that play in, in particular, we're just – we practiced that a ton, and we knew it was going to work when, when, we, when we needed it. Matt, uh, two, two wins over top 25 opponents at home this season. Uh, what does that say about this team's potential when you guys put everything <coughs> together? When we put, it, when we put everything together, we, I think we can play with anyone, um, especially on our, on our schedule. We can, we can compete. We can, we can, I think we can win out. And we needed a, a game like this to kind of get that, that stone rolling again and prepare uh, for Utah State. We have this we have this bye week and we get a get some extra preparation in and yeah, I mean it's just we consider Boise one of our rivals and we haven't beaten them in a couple years, so that just it felt it feels great. Same thing with Utah State. They're one of our rivals. We haven't beaten them in a, in a couple years, so it's a uh, it's business for us and we're we're looking we're looking to play as best we can against them. Baylor, when did you know you would start this game? Um, I didn't get a call till Wednesday night from Coach Roderick, just with the Jaren situation and everything. Um, but I was preparing the whole week like I was going to start. 
it was a little bit easier knowing having a couple extra days to prepare for the start rather than being thrown in literally last minute like last week? Uh, it was. It was good to get some reps with the ones in practice and you know get a little chemistry down before we played a game. How much of a confidence builder is this for you, Baylor? It's been five years since you started in a game. Yeah, I mean, this is what I've been preparing for, you know, since I graduated high school. Was for my opportunity to come to the college level and you know, show tonight. As far as the offensive uh, game plan was concerned, it seemed like maybe less RPOs this game and more, um, you know, dictated runs or passes in this particular game. Is that accurate, or what was the game plan? I'd say we still had our, a little our fair share, but uh, yeah, I mean we just, <coughs> we called the plays that we thought were going to work, and uh, whether it was RPO or just drop back, uh, we trusted Baylor, and the coaches just trusted us. I mean our our O line played great. We had some guys that were injured. We didn't mention we didn't even mention that they they played great. Uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna Boise State has some good defenders, and they're gonna get some sacks, but um, overall they played a really solid game and. That just our game. We knew what our game plan was going to be, and we we had that belief, and we got it done. Okay. Our show continues. BYU twenty-eight, Boise State twenty-five. We go down to the Cougar locker room area and the press conference podium. Diane Gomoliku and Isaiah Kalfusi speaking to the press. You know, obviously struggled. What was it like for you to be able to be back out there and actually be able to have an impact? Oh, it was fun. Like watching sucks, man. Like I had so much energy, just balled up, ready to let it all out, and. This was the game for sure, and we came out big on defense. Knew we had to stop the run. Coaches had a good uh, game plan for us, and we executed. And that's all that matters: executing. Ryan, did the fans rushing the field surprise you again this time? Like it did against USC? Uh, a little bit. It was a little slower, but <laughs> it was a little slower. And I was like, "Are they all gonna come?" Or so you know, they made their way down. But you know, we had a good showing. So I like to shout out the fans for sure coming out of this cool game and. Having our record be like how it is, like we had a, a lot of support from them, and they stuck with us all the way through. Isaiah, how do you describe this team that one minute beats a number 14 team in the country in the next game, the previous game loses to a team that doesn't have that high of a profile? How do you sum that up? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Let me give me a, a quick sec to think about it, but right, really, off just off the top of my head. Um, We've, we've always kind of talked about, you know, putting a complete game together. And for some reason, it just, it just hasn't really happened. <clears throat> and I, I think um, tonight it, it did, it showed. And when we do put a complete game together, it, you know, we're a great football team. But um, I, think, I think we've found the formula to kind of what it takes. You know, this week of practice, I think we, we really dialed it in. We found the formula to, you know, to, of, of success, really. We, we know how hard we have to practice. Uh, we know kind of you know how how much time and effort it's going to take to really game plan, um, and, and to really just execute you know what the coaches do. But uh, I think moving forward, I think you're going to see you know a, a better team. We've, I think we've kind of figured it out. So, what changed in practice <coughs> on the defensive side of the ball? What did you guys begin to implement? Yeah, I, I think Kalani just really you know challenged us. <clears throat> you know, get, gave us some challenges, uh, gave us some goals that were attainable. Um, and, and just really getting after it, you know. He, he really, um, uh, you know, again, like he just challenged us to, to be better. You know, getting guys to the ball, stopping the run. You know, we're, we're a lot more physical this, this week, I think, than probably we have been the whole season. <clears throat> uh, and, and it paid off. You know, we had you know four or five guys to the ball every week, uh, every, every play, and uh, I just think that really was. You know, he just challenged us and really took the reins. 
Walk us through that defensive play call and that interception that you <clears throat> folding back inside. I don't know if it was a dig or a bender. Yeah, so we were uh, playing cover two. Um, my, my uh, you know, it was a tight, tight one, so I kind of knew that, that something was going on and the running back was on my side. And uh, quarterback snapped it, and the, the running back immediately went out to the flat. Um, so I kind of pushed with him, you know, to, to help out the corner. And I immediately saw the quarterback's eyes looking back at me. So I knew that I had to get get back into the, you know, the seam column and <clears throat> protect the inside. And, and you know, made it made a, a pretty good play on the ball and uh, kind of baited the quarterback a little bit, I think, jumping out. But uh, you know, it was, it was fun, fun to get that pick. Diane, what was the feeling on the defense when you were watching the coaches decide whether to go for it? Fourth down at the very end there. Were you guys lobbying either way or anything? No, we were going for all the way. Coach Stock was right there on the sideline with us, uh, letting us decide pretty much. And he had faith in us. And Austin Confense is on the scrum play. He had a good push. We are just like, Kyra, just push him, hit him in the back, whatever, just get him past the line. And so Coach had trust in us that we can get him. We had to show him that we could get him. We got it. Diane, what's it like being on in that play? You guys, you've done it before, but 22 guys, basically in a little tiny, you know, just trying to push six inches, you know, one way or the other. What, what's that like? Man, it's physical. You get your heart going. Like, you can see all their D linemen down, head down. Like, you know, they're gonna cut. Everyone's gonna go low. This is a dogfight and all physicality, and that's what we came out doing. We knew it was gonna be a physical game, and that scrum play just shows like they wanted it too. But we wanted more. What's that feeling like when you actually get it? Because you've been there when you hadn't, so yeah. actually getting it in that crucial moment. It's a great feeling, like, you know, another chance to win the game. And coach, like I said, coach trusts us to finish the play and make the play. And before we didn't get on that last fourth down against SC, but this time we got it. It's the best feeling ever. The whole team exploded. You feel me? So it's because it's a scrum play. We practice every practice, but it's like you know when it's going to get called. And you mentioned how important it was for you guys to stop the run. Was it a big deal on the other side watching guys like Sione and Lopini establish that run, give you guys a little bit of a break, and kind of set a, a tone and a tempo for you, I guess? Oh, yeah, it always opens up the pass game, too. Like, they did a great job running the ball in the offensive linemen. Like, I know we have some injuries, but, like, the young guys did a good job, great job. And, like, it showed out there. Like, they played their hardest. They knew what they were doing. They obviously watched film, a lot of film, and knew who, like, where the guys were that didn't block. And so... It's, it's good seeing them establish that run and get the pass going too. Dion, you were moved to safety this week. What was that? What was different for you in today's game playing that position? Uh, the only difference I feel like I just had to talk more because that corner, you know, you're on the island, so you're just like, ah, oh, it's just me and you, dude. But at safety, you just like communicating <coughs> and talking. It's fun. I like it a lot, and it just gets you in the action. You're never just on one side, just watching. So I feel like I liked it a lot. Just being able to talk with the, uh, my teammate, D-line, outside backers, uh, the other safety of Austin Lee. So just like, it's just, I like, I love it so much, like, especially with the new blitzes. So, you know, I can't complain about that. Is that the most you've ever blitzed in your career at BYU? Oh, yeah. Since high school, I just played nickel and blitz a lot. But since then, <laughs> that's why I had to get a little used to it. It's coming back. What's the next position you're going to play? Because you've played many this season. It's up in the air. Not man. linebacker. Not linebacker. <laughs> we, they, got, they got it on box. I think I'm just stay with my two. Isaiah Chaz said in Monday that uh, some of you guys felt like you were playing for a coach's job that for an extension. That how much does that really play into the passion tonight that you guys showed? Yeah. Um, I. Uh, 
I don't, I don't think people really realize and uh, understand how much we love Kalani. Um, he, he's a great mentor, phenomenal coach. Uh, I, I think people are, are too quick to, you know, kind of a, to criticize and attack him. Um, but the, the whole team, we're, we're behind Kalani. We love him. Uh, we, we play for him. You know, regardless of whether his job's on the line or not, you're gonna get you know 123 guys who are playing for Kalani. Uh, I, I love him. He's a great coach, phenomenal coach, and um, you know, regardless of, of what's you know happening, what, what's up, in, in, you know, what's next, uh, I, I think we just all love Kalani. You know, that's just kind of the, the bottom line is we love him and, and uh, we'll fight for him any day. You guys are the leaders of this team, so the younger players listen to you. How can you guys maintain that consistent message and that intensity throughout the rest of the season and maintain that sense of urgency? Uh, we know who we are. We played like tonight, we played at that level that we didn't play at. And I feel like we have a lot to improve, too. If we can watch film and get back to it and be able to improve from this game, we can't just stop right there because that's what's going to hurt us. We can't get comfortable. We have to come out and play every game like. They're a ranked team. That's that's the mindset we got to have, and we're gonna show everyone out there and like everyone on the team. They got to know that too. Like this win don't mean nothing. It's like on to the next one. It's a good win, but you got to move on. Get your 24 hours in with it. We got our bye week coming up, but it's the next team. And Jackson Kafusi is joining us now from the Cougar locker room area. Hello, Jackson. Hey, how's it going, guys? Very, very well. Uh, let's start off with a little bit of family history here. Uh, you and Isaiah, our brothers, separated by how much? Give us the older brother or younger brother thing. What's the situation there? Uh, yeah, we're, t we're two years apart. Isaiah's a little older, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, he went to high school somewhere other than you. Isn't that right? Uh, no, we went to the same you both, We both went to Cottonwood? Uh, we went both to, went to Brighton, rather. Yeah, I mean. yeah, Brighton High School. Okay, so both uh, both at Brighton, and uh, so did you grow up in this? Like, did you grow up in the same place the whole your whole life, kind of thing? Yep, yep. Okay, and so both at Brighton, and both end up at BYU. When did you know that you wanted to go to BYU? Um, honestly, we grew up Utah fans, and so I I thought that was the goal was to go to Utah. But when Isaiah committed here, then like my dream was to just to play college ball with my older brother. So, so he helped change your mind. Yeah, <laughs> and and so so uh, if he had say gone to Utah you would have followed him there you would have hoped to yeah I, th I think I think that would have been the plan okay but now that you're here you're just true blue right oh yeah oh yeah I love BYU so okay so how is how, how uh, uh interesting is it to be a a brother tandem with picks on the same night oh man it was amazing I mean I I, I don't even know what to say I think someone told me that it, we're the only brothers in BYU history to have picks in the same game so it would make sense to cool. me yeah it's tough to think of anything off the top uh Riley uh Jackson's play was pretty big in terms of uh, what BYU did on the other end of it, scoring that touchdown right away. Yeah, no question. And Jackson, I I feel like uh, I I feel like you did a good job manipulating. You know, to their quarterback who was a good player. He he, the, even though this was his first start, he'd had some reps, so he wasn't completely green. But I feel like you did a, a pretty good job baiting him into basically him throwing you the ball. Can you walk us through maybe what the coverage was, what some of your keys were that helped you end up you know with the ball in your hands? Yeah, of course. So um, we. You know, we're dropping, you know, all three linebackers, four linebackers. I think we were in a 3-4. And um, I had the, the number two bender on the, the boundary side. And so, um, you know, he came across my face. And I'm, Kalani was telling us all week we need to, to read the eyes of the quarterback. And, and so he came across my face, and I just sat there and was reading his eyes, and he threw it right to me. So I thought it was a nice little gift. I, I was actually really shocked. But Did you feel – Jackson during the week that you guys had the makings of a 
of a special game in store? Did you feel like enough different things had happened to kind of help turn a corner, do you think? Or what were you sensing during the week? No, yeah, there was definitely a, a change. Um, Kalani, you know, brought in the defense and, and told us that we were going to come in and win this game. We were going to be physical. We were going to send blitzes, and we were going to get picks. And, um, you know, all week we practiced them, and we executed. And that's just, you know, how the game went. So, Why, why did things, do you think, change this week from what you'd experienced the previous two games? Um, I'm not too sure, but it's it's easy, I guess, to say that, you know, when your back's against the wall, mm. you know, the only thing you can do is, is come out swinging, so. Jackson, uh, the, it's, it's famously known that, you know, the Patriots, one of the things they try and do defensively is limit the production of the other team's best players. John Hightower, number 16, their wideout, came in averaging almost 20 yards a catch and five TDs on the season. Tonight he only had two catches for 12 yards. And George Holani, who was their good running back, and granted he had 20 carries for 97, but his long, you guys kept him pretty well bottled up well that's a decent decent average at 4.8 his longest run was only 15 yards so it's not like he really hurt you with any big or momentum swinging plays were those do, do you guys identify their top players and try and find ways to to limit them because it looks like wh whether you tried to or not you did a great job of that tonight um yeah we we know um you know who their ballers are and we we know what players can have an impact and um at the end of the day it just comes down to doing your 111th on the field and and making plays when they when they come to you. What was uh, the biggest motivator for you guys? Do you think this week, and what will it be moving forward? Um, honestly, I think just you know having Kalani's back. Um, I know that there were some things in the media about about their jobs or whatnot, and I think just just having his back and trusting them and um, coming out swinging was was you know what we talked about all week. So. Okay, you're heading into a second bye week. Comes pretty quickly, doesn't it? Since the last one, it seems like it was just uh, like very recently. Now you're into another one. Do you expect to handle things any differently as a team going into and coming out of the bye week since you just did one? Um, you know, I I think to expect the same thing this, that happened this past week. Um, just have a chip on our shoulder, um, play like we have our backs against the wall, and and just come out swinging. How much do you think about the goal of getting to the postseason and knowing how many wins you need and how much this, how much closer this gets you to doing that? Do you think about that? Um, I mean, yeah, uh, we think about it, but um, just just winning the the next game is our goal. So, so it's about uh, game to game improvement, and if you do that, then what you want at the end of the season will occur, is what it sounds like to me. Yes, sir. Well, it was fun to watch you get interception number one uh, for your BYU career. And uh, brother Isaiah <coughs> ends up with uh, interception number four, four I believe. Yep. Four for his BYU career, uh, two on the year. And he's gotten takeaways in uh, in back-to-back -back weeks. He had the fumble recovery against South Florida last week and then the pick this week. And we, we mentioned it off the start. Isaiah Jackson, we'll leave you with this. It's so nice to see the offense turn around and turn a big play into a score at the other end and really capitalize. That's when things really come together, right? Yes, sir. Jackson, good to talk to you tonight. Thanks hey, for the thank time, and have a great bye week. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you out here on the field in a couple weeks. Thank you. Thank you. That's Jackson Kofusi with his first career INT tonight, helping BYU to a 28-25 win over number 14, Boise State.